You're listening to Awake, a men's podcast by Fellowship Bible Church. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Awake Podcast Season 3. We are kicking off 2024 with our first episode of the Awake Podcast in the new year, and we are super excited to be back with you. Thank you for hanging with us as we took a break over the month of December, uh, recharged, and just really took some time to step away and kind of reflect on where we want to go with the podcast moving forward. You just got me today. I'm your host, Liam Weingartner, looking forward to beginning this conversation in the new year with you. But before I do that, I want to share a few announcements of things that are coming up for men ministry that we want you to be involved in, that we want to invite you into. So especially if you're listening to this at the beginning of the of the month, I want to let you know about our men's breakfast that's coming up on Saturday, January 13th. Speaker Fred Perry, who is an author of several Bible studies, including Walking with Thessalonians, Walking with Matthew, and several others, and also who is very involved in the Columbian Men's Conference that has speakers such as Tim Tivo, Lee Bailesco, and many others, he's going to be joining us. Uh, Fred Perry is going to be joining us as our speaker for that event. So we would love for you to come and join us for some time of food and fellowship. But this is also our kickoff. This is the time where we're going to gather together and you're going to be able to hear about all the events that are coming up for the spring for men here at Fellowship. And we want you to be there. Secondly, our next Awake study begins January 24th. So that's going to be on a Wednesday morning at 6.30 here at the church. Invite your friends, fill a table, Uh, Let guys know that it's going to be new material that Joe and Greg Pruitt are both working together to formulate some new material as we look into our calling as men. And that really is the direction that we're going to be heading with this podcast as well. You know, as we've kind of been forming this over the past few years, we've really kind of followed along with and done some offshoots of the things that Joe's brought up through the Awake study. But since we're kicking this off before the podcast or before the study begins, we're going to be, um, I wanted to share a little bit about the direction that we're going to be going on this podcast. That's going to be really focusing on who we are as men, who God has called us to be, and how we live out that calling in our families, at work, in our church family, and in this community. And the reason why we think having this conversation is so important is because we need to understand our intended destination. But before we do that, We need to understand who God has intended us to be as men. And I think one of the things that I've seen, not only in my own life personally, but in the lives of the men that I've ministered to and ministered alongside, is that there is often a lot of confusion as to who we are or who we're supposed to be as men, what it means to be a man, a man after God's own heart, which is what we're all really after. And so we're going to spend the entirety of 2024 diving into this one idea. What does it mean to be a man? What is God or who has God called us to be? So for the duration of this episode, we're really just going to be kind of hitting some high-level conversation starters on the who we are, where we're placed, what we're called to do, and how we're called to live this out. We're going to start there. And we're going to start here, and each month our conversation is going to go a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, a little bit deeper, as Sean and I gather together with guests to talk about the specific calling of men and how that calling plays out in their various environments. So we're going to have conversations around parenting. We're going to have conversations around faith in the workplace, finances, uh, serving in the church, and many other opportunities for where we live out our calling as men. So 
for the next few minutes, that's really just what we're going to talk about is hitting some of those high-level ideas of, of who we are, where God has placed us, what we're called to do, and how we live out our calling as men. So first and foremost, to understand our calling, we have to understand who we are, and we are men made in the image of God. We are spiritual and physical beings. When in Genesis, God formed man out of the dust of the ground, he gave him a physical body and he breathed in him the breath of life, giving him a, a spirit. So we are spiritual beings, but we are also physical beings. Um, and we are uniquely made with a unique purpose over all created things. And so that's an important thing for us to understand first and foremost is that our identity of who we are comes from who God is and who he has created us to be. So if we're trying to find our identity as men outside of God, outside of God's design, then we're going to miss it every time. So the first and foremost, most important thing that we need to understand is that who we are are men made in the image of God. And that means that we have a specific calling and purpose because we are supposed to be God's representatives here on earth. Now let's talk about the where for a second. The where of our calling is just simply wherever we are planted, quote unquote. So the first man, Adam, was put in the garden to work and to keep it. That's where God put him. That was his sphere of influence, for lack of a better term. We, similarly, are placed in particular neighborhoods, in families, in workplaces, in a church community, and we are in these unique environments um, to purposely fulfill what God is calling us to do, and we're going to get into those details a little bit more later. But that's also something that we need to understand, but I think it's a little bit lost in our culture now, and it's so easy to move. Um, it's so easy to be transient, to move from not only one job to another, but also one church to another. How often do we see people jumping from one church community to the next church community because you don't like the worship or you're upset with a, a particular sermon or whatever the case may be? It's so easy for us to move around where uh, back in the in biblical times, Times, and particularly in the garden times, there was no moving around. It was simply where God planted you. And in the rare instances, like in the case of Abraham or the case of the nation of Israel, God calls them to go somewhere else and they make a long distance travel. Um, but I think it's important for us to, to recognize the where that God has planted us because it helps us to gain a little bit more of a perspective of uh, what our sphere of influence is or what our responsibility is. So what are we? Adam was commissioned by God to rule over the created world. Starting the garden, he was called to grow and to cultivate, to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth with the glory of God. Like That was his calling. He was called to be a leader, called to be a servant. Though we may not be gardeners in the same way, and obviously sin has tainted the world, so leading and serving are not without struggle. We got to understand that. Like, we're not in the garden anymore. We're not in this perfect state of relationship with God where our commission and calling perfectly lines up with our desires and intentions. But in a nutshell, our calling is still the same to lead and to serve wherever God has placed us. But then we're going to talk about how to do that more practically. And this is where there's a, a, two words at the beginning of Genesis, in Genesis 2.15, 
that I think are going to be something that we really spent a lot of time at nailing down on that have been incredibly impactful for to me personally as a man, as a husband, as a new dad, um, as I reflect on who I am supposed to be as a man or how I am supposed to live out my masculinity, my, my manhood in a sense. And it says that when God placed Adam in the garden, he placed them there to work and to keep it. We have been created by God, placed in our unique circumstances as servant leaders to work and to keep for the glory of God. This is the foundation of manhood. So what does it mean to work and to keep? It's this idea that we're going to explore in greater detail throughout the course of this year, but suffice it to say that our aim as men, wherever God has placed us, should be to build up, to nurture, to cultivate, to create. That is the sense of what it means for us to work. Let me repeat those words. What it means to work for God is to build up, to nurture, to cultivate, to create, and then to keep carries with it the idea of protection and sustaining, of watching over and caring for all that is in our charge. So when we look back and reflect on the where that God has placed us, that's where these specific nuances of what we're supposed to do really start to get fleshed out. When we look at the family God has placed us in, when we look at the children he has provided to us, the spouse that he has provided to us, the friends that he's placed us around, our classmates, our workmates, our church community. It's here that we start to see, okay, Lord, this is the place that I'm at. What does it look like for me to build up in this context? And then what does it look like for me to cultivate, sustain, to protect, and to watch over the growth that you have provided in these spaces? We are to take on this kind of identity of, of a gardener, of a farmer, of a worker of the ground. And I love that Paul carries on these images even into the New Testament as he talks about preaching the gospel that he plants, Apollos waters, but it's God who gives the growth. And men, this is what we are still called to do, to plant and to water seeds in all of these environments that God places us in and entrust him with the growth and trust him with the fruits and trust him with the results. But for us as men to simply be faithful wherever God has placed us. So this is going to be our focus for the new year as we really drill down on what it looks like for us as men to work and to keep as servant leaders of God in the neighborhoods and the families and the workplaces that he has put us as image bearers of the one God. And so as you gather together this month with your group, uh, we're going to go through a few challenge questions that really start to identify where you guys are currently at in your understanding of what it means to be a man. We all have influences of what it looks like for us to be a man, whether it's our own dads or lack of a dad, whether it's social media, even movies. I'm sitting here in the podcast studio right now staring at a, a giant poster of Mel Gibson and, and Braveheart. And I know that a lot of those kind of like very macho masculine ideals come from the movies and entertainment that we consume in our daily lives. So we all have influences in what it means for us to be a man, but I think it's important for us to identify those and then really see if we can match those up with or if they hold up to the biblical standard, because that is ultimately our standard. No book, no movie, no social media influencer is our standard of what it means to be a man. The, Jesus Christ is our standard of what it means to be a man, and he perfectly embodied these ideals of working and keeping to the glory of God, of serving where God had put him in a relatively small area with a relatively small group of people. He was faithful to be who God called him to be. And 
to do what God called him to do. That is our aim for this year, brothers, and I am looking forward to diving into this in greater detail. And I just want to remind you to go online to register for the men's breakfast that's coming up January 13th, and also for our awake study as we dive in together into a lot of similar topics that we're talking about here, what it looks like for our faith to intersect with our work and our families and our communities and our neighborhoods. So I want to close with some challenge and application questions, and I'm obviously going to send these out in our email as well, but I want you guys to be considering these together with your group. What has been the greatest impact in your understanding of what it means to be a man? Think back to those greatest influences, whether it is your own dad or male models, male figures, a mentor, and reflect on what they taught you about manhood. And then I want you to think about this. How does this picture of manhood connected how is this picture of manhood connected with the garden story in Genesis fit with your current picture of masculinity? So how does your understanding of masculinity fit with the garden picture of masculinity of us being spiritual and physical beings made in the image of God who have been placed in a particular environment to lead and to serve, to work and to keep, to live out that calling? So how does your current picture of masculinity fit with that garden picture of masculinity? And then I want you to talk about with your group, what is your garden? Where has God placed you? And what responsibilities do you have in that place? Your family, your work, neighborhood, church, etc. Reflect on that together because it's going to be important over the course of this next year that we keep this in front of our minds, in front of our eyes, that we're always circling back to, okay, what is this Uh, what's the dominion that God has given us responsibility over? Not to be domineering, not to be controlling, not to use our strength for our own selfish gain or power, but to serve, to pour out, to build up, to cultivate, and then to sustain and to protect. That is what it means to be a man. And we're going to spend the entirety of this year diving into scriptures, diving into conversations with other brothers to reflect on this one idea. We are looking forward to having you join us in this process over this year. And we always invite your feedback. We love to hear from you. I'm thankful for your continued engagement in our podcast and engagement in the ministry. And we just ask you that you would continue to pray for the fruit that God could only bring as we seek to grow as brothers in Christ. We will see you next time on The Awake Podcast. 